Hey, just finished up the uh, podcast with Jason Duncan here, the real Jason Duncan at the root of all success. And um, I can tell you that uh, working with Jason through, uh, through his club, through the Exeter Club and being a part of that, and also knowing him for a very long time, that his genuineness in helping entrepreneurs literally exit without exiting so that they can move on and do more with their life in order to give back, that uh, this guy's got a real heart for that. And um, if you're on the fence or whatever it may be, and you think that, well, maybe I might give this guy a shot or boy, there seems to be a lot of that out there. I would strongly encourage you in order to take a look at what Jason's got, what the real Jason Duncan has over here, because it's, um, it's awesome stuff, man. And uh, I really think that you would benefit from it significantly. So uh, I just did the podcast, Justin Denherter, and um, that's it. Cheers. Welcome to the root of all success with the real Jason Duncan, a podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of the root of all success, the real Jason Duncan. The real Jason Duncan. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Root of All Success. It's your boy JD here. I've got another JD on the show today. My good friend, one of my best friends in the world, Justin Denherter, is going to be here talking with us today about how he overcame being fat, sick, and medicated when he was 35, 36 years old, and how he's been able to maintain that for the last 12 years without any problems. That has led him to become a great health coach. He is a certified primal health coach. And he and his wife, Cindy, his lovely wife, Cindy, do a lot of health coaching with people all over the world and showing them how to get not be fat, not be sick, not be medicated and how you can get the healthy lifestyle you back, uh, the health, healthy lifestyle that you desire, get that back. Um, he's also a business owner, a business leader. He's owned several businesses, has done very well for himself, was able to exit without exiting so that he could start a coaching business in the health space to really pursue his passion. And uh, he lives down in Jacksonville, Florida. But we're going to talk at the beginning of the show how he moved all over the country chasing the right weather. <laughs> and so, uh, but I met him when he moved to Tennessee. But he is, uh, he's a great dude. You're really, really going to enjoy this conversation. So please help me welcome Justin Denherter to the show. Hey, man, Justin, welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Super pumped to be here. Well. Well, I'm I'm glad you're here too. I just wish you were here in Nashville because you scoundrel, you and your wife moved off and left us here in Nashville by ourselves. So, so for I didn't if I didn't say this in the intro, Justin and I have been best friends for a while, and uh, he just got sick of the Tennessee winters and decided to move to Florida. So now I don't get to see him as often. But now we're doing the podcast, and uh, he's not even in Florida; he's in South Dakota right now. <laughs> so why are you in South Dakota right now? My family lives here, but just to back up real quick, and as it relates to Tennessee, you're living in and around the Nashville area. Jason, it was the winter that old hickory froze over was that's really what did me in. 
you know, coming out of Southern California and then living in, in Tennessee because I really thought that it was supposed to just be warm there because it's the South, right? And, uh, well, I tell you what, it didn't turn out to be that way at all. Well, you know, we had a very, very mild winter after you left. <laughs> this past winter here in the natural area was, we had one week of super freezing weather. Like Christmas Day here last year, it was zero degrees. But New Year's Day, it was warm enough for me to ride my motorcycle. And that was it. We had no more cold after that. It just, That's it, good. We, we, it was pretty, pretty mild, no snow. Actually, it snowed on Christmas Day, but like just a dusting, it was nothing to speak of. But so you, so born and born and and raised in, in in South Dakota, moved to the West Coast, lived in Southern California, then moved to Tennessee. Now you're in in uh, Florida. I guess that would be northeastern Florida, Jacksonville area. Yep. So yep. you've moved around a lot. So you've got to see a lot of the U.S. throughout your life. What's your favorite part so far? Wow, that's a great question. You know, I um, really love the weather in Southern California. I think every time that I go back to visit my wife's family, there's always just a, a little part of me that says, I wonder if I could move back here. Uh, but then I just think about like the high cost and all of the things that go along with living in, in California. And uh, that pretty much ends that feeling of uh, a novelty, you know, right away as far as uh, missing anything from there. But I will have to say that our recent move to Jacksonville has really been good. Surprisingly, we really enjoy it there. It's not that we didn't enjoy Tennessee, you know, um, but last place on earth would be to ever move back to South Dakota. I love my family. <laughs> I love my family. I love coming back and visiting. But as far as like living here full time again, uh, I'd have to be called back you know, in order to, uh, in order to move back here. Yeah. I, I think, I think I'm as far North as I'll ever want to live in Nashville. I, I, I remember back when, when I was in ministry and I know, you know, part of my story, some of the listeners know part of the story, but I, I was in ministry for 13 years and I moved around different places and the, uh, I was out actually in Nebraska for about a year and a half at one time. But, but I remember doing interviews I did interviews in Indiana, I did interviews in like the northern tip of Kentucky where Ohio, I did interviews in Ohio. And I remember, and I even had a phone interview with one out of, uh, I think it was Massachusetts. This is, I was in my twenties when I was doing this. And I am so grateful that none of those churches offered me jobs because I don't think I would have ever wanted to deal with the winter. So I, I get it. Like this is, this is all I want. Tennessee gives me the four seasons that I like. I wouldn't want it, oh, yeah. but I was just, in Southern, I was just in Southern California. Well, I was just in Southern California when you guys were there. Cause your, your, your wife, uh, wife's mom passed away and you guys were there for yeah. the funeral. I was there for speaking at an event and it was actually pretty chilly, uh, compared to what I was ready for that week that we were there. It was, it was nice, but it was a little colder. They uh, had, had gotten snow hoodie. there. Huntington beach had gotten snow. I think just about a week prior or somewhere in that time, um, where you were at. Cause you were in HB, right? You were in Huntington beach. Yeah. 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 They got some really kind of odd weather there in SoCal for a little while. Well, I, um, uh, we were with the Exeter club, which you're, you're a member of. We'll talk about that in a minute, but my mastermind, we were just down in Island Rada, Florida last week and had a phenomenal time. And the weather was absolutely perfect. I mean, it was in the mid eighties, the whole time we were there, beautiful sunshine. It started raining, a little bit on Sunday when we left, 
But, you know, that's how Florida is, man. You get her pop-up shower for a minute and then it goes away. And it's back to sunshine and again. So that's the beautiful part about Florida. But, um, well, let's talk about what it is that you do, man. I mean, you and I have yep. been, been um, you know, I've been friends for, I guess, when did we meet? It was uh, six or seven years ago. Was it that long ago? Had to have been remember. sometime in, um, let's see, 2000 and... 17 maybe 2017 about five six years ago yeah. somewhere around there yeah, that's, yeah that yeah. sounds about right so it feels like forever I, time flies when you're having fun man but it's like i feel like i've known you for my whole life but um but we met and and uh i was running my my um lighting company full-time and you were running a company doing uh, it but but your story about your health transformation has all has been there since you were in your 30s so tell tell everybody and, and now what you've done is you've taken your story and you've turned it into what you do to bless other people. I, I don't know who said it, but I think somebody said your best your 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 best served. I'm, I'm screwing up the quote, but it's you're best suited to serve the person you once were. And I think that's what you're doing right now. You're serving the people that you once were the fat, sick, medicated. So. I can't imagine you weighing as much as you said you weigh. I've seen the pictures of it, <laughs> but like, tell me how you got to that point of just being so overweight, fat, sick, medicated, and then that transformation. Tell the story. You, you know, so just to start out, you know, a lot of people that that struggle with their weight or they struggle with sickness or they struggle with those things, it's it's not for um, the stereotype. A lot of times of, of how people would say that they're they're lazy or they're not trying to make an effort or they're not trying to do something. It's more about, um, you know, a confused mind will always say no. And when you're bombarded with a million different ways to try to figure out how to solve that problem for good, you know, there's a lot of trial and error that comes along with it. And you end up doing a lot of things, you know, and, and um, especially like within the there's a lot of really good, well-intentioned people within the diet and fitness industry that are that are helping people. But the way that they're helping helping them isn't really giving them the rest, giving people the restoration that they're looking for, you know? So, um, I spent like, I spent a lot of times on different kinds of diet programs, different kinds of fitness programs, you know, various different physical trainers. You know, I'd gone through all of the things that modern day society would say, Hey, these are the things that you need to do. But when you go through those things, a lot of times what ends up happening is most of it is deprivation based or scarcity based. And, and a lot of it, when it comes from like the diet side, it's that way. And when you're looking at the exercise, you know, for men, you know, they're trying to over exercise and to be able to do weight control. But it's just not something that happens like you can't exercise off your weight long term. It's not sustainable. So I had to I literally had to go through. um you know, what I would call my pity party, which was not when I was at the pinnacle of my sickness at the age of 35, I was pushing 270. It was a size 42 waistline. I was on triglyceride meds. Uh, I was on cholesterol medications. I slept with the CPAP. I would get heartburn that would wake me up in the middle of the night. I was pre-diabetic. I had, I had the onset of heart disease um, and all kinds of other different various types of illnesses that, you know, were plaguing me in my life at the ripe old age of, of 35. Right. So um, uh, I had a physical trainer that literally just said this to me, you know, in before I fired him, you know, and he was a great guy. Like I didn't have any, but I, I just, there, I wasn't getting the results and it wasn't his fault. It was because I think like, you know, a lot to those guys, 
they got one arm tied behind their back because there's just certain things that they can't talk about if they're not licensed to talk about it. You know, so a nutrition is one of them that makes it difficult for them because they're they're not trained in nutrition and, and there's a lot of laws and regulation around that. But um he said to me, he goes, you know, maybe you should just like lay off like bread and potatoes or something for a little while, you know. And at that point, just being a meat and potatoes and bread guy, like I just looked at him like he was an alien. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about, man? Like, what am I supposed to eat if like the main staple of my meal is going to disappear, you know, or de-emphasize it like significantly? Like, what does that even mean? But um, it, dude, that, that was that was the jump off point, the precipice that sent me on a journey. You know, so when I literally jumped off of that, like I hopped on an airplane and then I just kept going further up and following that journey. And it, um, it led me to where I am today. And that's how following the system through the mentorship that I took through Mark Sisson and the Primal Blueprint, you know, that has allowed me to be able to live the way that I live now and how I've been able to sustain that and continue to strengthen my health and keep my weight down and stay off the medications and all of that because I just created a new eating style and a new exercise style. And that ultimately led to a lifestyle. And then now it's just a part of everything that I do. So what, what do you think? Like, did you, I've met, I've met your dad. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've not, I know you've had one brother who passed away, obviously I've never met him. And I've, I know you have another brother who's still alive and I've never met him. I've met your mom. Like, was your, is your, is there, does obesity and just unhealthy lifestyle run the family? Just, is that just like a normal thing? And that's why you ended up that way. Obviously you're not blaming them, but it, that nor, you know, the, the, the way you're nurtured usually leads to your outcome and your reality in life. Is that part of your family or did you just adopt some negative habits irrespective of what your family raised you to lead you to become fat, sick and medicated? Well, that's, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, we could spend a lot of time just on that. So, you know, we're all born with certain um, genetic dispositions, right? And some of the genes that we have are just fixed heritable traits. Like, I'm not going to change my biology, right? I'm not going to change the color of my hair or the color of my eyes or the skin or how, you know, how tall I am or any of those things, right? Like, those things are fixed. But there's a thing called epigenetics. And think of that as like the control center of a gene, well, so each and each and every one of us has something potentially that's a genetic disposition, but we choose to turn them on or off based upon how we eat, how we exercise, how we sleep and how we manage stress. So if somebody has a disposition towards obesity, it's because technically that they have a genetic disposition that they've been born with. And then their lifestyle is ultimately allowing that genetic disposition to express itself. So like, you know, so you can reverse obesity by reversing lifestyle, by, by changing how you eat, how you exercise, how you sleep and how you manage stress, because that's all hormones. But then you ultimately start to turn off genetic expression in your body that you don't want to express anymore. So like, if you look at the things that happen today, like we talk about obesity, but you know, obesity is just one of the big metabolic syndromes and metabolic syndrome is simply just what would be classified as like a chronic lifestyle disease. And so we're seeing more of that stuff creep up because genetically somewhere in there, in part of whatever we got and inherited from our family, that we're potentially expressing it. So like chronic kidney, you know, chronic kidney disease or type two diabetes, 
you know, or uh, heart disease or cancer or any of those things in a lot of cases are actual genetic, um, are actual genetic expressions. So part of what, you know, part of what we talk about when we when we talk through people, I mean, the reason why I was able to get off my cholesterol medication, and I just got to make a disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, but I've studied the living daylights out of this. And by no means am I diagnosing or creating any kind of prognosis or saying that ultimately that it's the cure. Um, but for me personally, when I changed my eating style, my exercise style, and when I changed and I started getting more sleep and I managed my stress better, you know, all of the things, the onset of type two diabetes, heart disease, cholesterol, all those things, see, you know, the CPAP and heartburn, you know, that I was getting like literally in six months, it all went away. You know, and that's provable by blood tests. And literally, all I did was change how I ate. Um, I was also I was I was uh, um, uh, hypertension too, like high blood pressure. Like I was getting to the point of having high blood pressure as well. You know, but I, I literally just in, within a six month period, I'd lost over I'd lost like close to like sixty five to seventy pounds. And in six months, I was off all my meds, and I was off of my CPAP. I didn't have heartburn. I didn't have high blood pressure. Like I literally, all I did was change how I ate, and that went away. But I am genetically prone and genetically dispositioned for diabetes, for cancer, for heart disease. Like those things, if, if I were to choose to continue down the path I was going before, I would be putting myself at serious risk at expressing those things. Um, so obesity, back to that question, in a lot of cases, some of it is just by the fact of choice of food. Right. And some of it literally is 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 genetic expression. You know, it's been proven by science that they're expressing a gene, you know, that's um, that they're predispositioned to and, and exploiting that gene in a negative way, I guess would be the best way to put it. So um, you use the term epigenetics, E-P-I-G-E-N-E-T-I-C-S, mm -hmm. right? Epigenetics. Yep. What yep. is that specifically? Just think of it as like the control center of a gene. Right. And it's controlled by habit and behavior. So, you know, your epigenetic, your epigenetic is, is the control center that literally turns on and turns off certain aspects of the expression of a gene. You know, and so I guess for a little light humor, no, we're not talking about J-E-A-N-S. We're talking about G-E, you know, G-E-N-E-S, right? But those, you're, uh, <laughs> for those that are listening, you know, it's, um, it's, it's not in every instance in every case, but it's in a lot of cases for people. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to the Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. -B. I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our primary sponsor of the podcast, but they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. 
and it's built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting. You need around video and sales and automation. Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash dub and there you're going to get two weeks for free to try dub plus you're going to get 50 off your first two months of dub you can't beat that so go check it out go to the real slash dub i love talking about this sponsor because it's oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or have sponsors and they either don't use them or they might have used them once and they're not really in love with it they just take their money <laughs> and, and certainly there's nothing wrong with that but this sponsor this one of my sponsors of the podcast is story s-t-o-r-y-y two Y's. why because they're awesome if you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos that get responses that people go, Ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what story does. They take your videos and they make you look like an influencer. They make you become an influencer and they will post it for you. They'll write the captions. They'll add the relevant hashtags. They put it on the platforms that you care about the most. And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts, to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes a headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. And I told them, I said, look, guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast. And they're also the exclusive sponsor of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Why are there two Ys? Because they're awesome. You'll get 10% off your first three months if you go to that link, therealjasonduncan.com slash story. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. You know, when, when they're doing that. But your epigenetics is something that science has proven and has brought forward recently that you actually have the ability to turn on and turn off certain things by changing behavior and habit, behavior and lifestyle or behavior and environment. Yeah. Okay, so I just I just pulled this up on my phone. Um, Epigenetics-dictionary.com is the study of changes in organism caused by modification of gene expression rather than alteration of the genetic code itself. The way the way I the way I translate that into my my simple brain is what you were saying, Justin, is that you have a predisposition. You you know your genetic code is going to predispose you towards whether it's diabetes, obesity, you know, et cetera, sure. the things you just spoke about. But yes. you have an epigenetics, which is teaching us is that we can change through modification of how we express that rather than altering the genes. We can change things, which is what you did. You know, you had some predispositions to be certain ways and you, you in fact became that way. 
And then with the conversation with your trainer ended up making wholesale life changes and you've never looked back. You, you changed yeah. the disposition. Is that what Correct. that is? Is that what that means? Correct. Correct. Yes. I mean, was so it, was it that simple? Well, let me ask you this. Was it that simple? Like you said, your trainer just said, Hey, Hey, but how about just lay off the potatoes and bread? <laughs> like, was that it? And you just <laughs> boom, like mind blown. Oh, I never thought about that before. What was it about that conversation that, that, that sparked the revolution in your uh, altering the way you, you manage food and how you eat? You know, so, I mean, I had been struggling for a long time, right, to, to and searching for a long time to try to find a solution that would work. I mean, I, I'm, I'm the, 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 uh, the poster child, you know, of the up-down roller coaster, you know, in, in the peaks and valleys when it talks about lose weight, put it back on, lose weight, put it back on. At that time in my life, honestly, I didn't care about whether or not I was going to be medication-free or epigenetics or gene expression or any of those things. Like I'll put it very bluntly, Jason, I just didn't want to be fat anymore. And I was tired of the roller coaster ride that I was going on, you know, in order to try to find something that was sustainable for me. I mean, that's, that's all I really cared about. I just wanted to be able to lose the weight. I just wanted to look good. And if I was lucky, feel good you know, and be able to not have to work so hard for it or to go through this grueling process of scarcity or deprivation or just pummeling myself in the gym for hours on end, trying to like sit on this crazy train of weight loss, you know, and that's, that's what, what struck me. I mean, so keep in mind that when I actually fired my physical trainer, like I had my own pity party for about six months before I actually decided to take action. You know, so it wasn't instantaneous. It was just after sitting there for six months and doing nothing and knowing that that wasn't, I knew that that wasn't going to do anything for me that I finally went and um, I finally went to uh, Barnes and Noble and the book that I was going to buy actually wasn't there. So I ended up buying a different book and that was the primal blueprint. And then I followed that. Um, and uh, through that, I had amazing results. And because of that, you know, we decided to take our technology business and put that on autopilot. And um, we became certified primal health coach, um, you know, coaches, you know, certified coaches. And that's ultimately what launched New Resolution Health Coaching. And that's what's launched, you know, the, um, the several people that, that we've been able to help so far that are, you know, having, that have had similar or, you know, better results than what, you know, the, than what we've done because we've been doing it for 12 years, right? So it's, um, it's been an exciting, it's been a really exciting journey and exciting change. But the fact that like, when I made that transition in six months, man, back when I was 36 years old and I'm almost 48 now, like you've known me for a long time. You know, you've known me for about half of that transition, right? Very minimal change in my life. Like it's been, been very, you know, very consistent. And I just live by those basic principles that I taught and applied. And that's what's kept, kept me healthy and strong, you know, for all those years. And it's still, it's still going. It's simple. It ain't easy, right? It's simple, but it's, it's paid off for me more than I could ever, ever possibly express in words. 
Well, I, I, as somebody who knows you knows you really well, um, I can I can I can attest to what you're talking about. You know, you you and Cindy, your your beautiful wife, are definitely hundred percent all in on commitment to. <laughs> The, the primal blueprint <laughs> and being health coaches. But what I also want to applaud and, and kind of for, for the audience's sake is that for people who know me, I'm the exit without exiting guy. I teach people how to run their businesses so that they don't have, they have to run the business every day. They, the business kind of runs on its own. And you said something really interesting. You said you put your, your new res or your, uh, your IT company your tech technology company on autopilot so that you could pursue something else. And you did an exit without exiting, which I think is really clever, even though you didn't necessarily do it exactly the way that I teach or because I taught it, you did it. So now you have, you chased three or four different other opportunities and, and we don't have to get into those before you finally went, you know what, dang it. I'm like, this changed my life. I want to serve people the same way that it served me. And I can see the spark in your eyes and see the spark in Cindy's eyes when I see her about what you guys are doing to, to help people change their lives the way that yours, yours was changed. So I applaud that you, you tried all those different things, but you ultimately landed on the thing that I think you're really supposed to be doing. So you used the adversity of overcoming obesity and high cholesterol to now be the guy who helps other people do that. So I think it's awesome, man. I think it's, I think that's really cool. What is the, if you had to narrow down, like not to oversimplify, but if you had to narrow down what you coach people to do to a few just highlights like this, these are things like your, your trainer said, no potatoes and bread. How about that? Like, <laughs> is there something pretty simple that you say, look, if you want to get off being, you want to stop being fat, stop being sick, stop being medicated. These are the top, you know, five or six things. These are what we teach in simple forms. What, what would you say? Yeah, so um, the big things throughout the process is, is one of the very first lessons that we go through is eliminating words that don't serve you. You know, so um, a lot of people, when they go on a diet, you know, they, they fall into the camp or can't, they fall into the camp of can't or can, you know, and do or don't, right? And that ultimately becomes very legalistic to people. And typically when you put people in that camp, um, the biggest issue that you have is that human nature is just naturally going to rebel against it. You know, so one of the things that we do is that we just choose different words. So supportive versus unsupportive. And then that becomes a choice instead of it ultimately being something that you can or cannot have, because in reality, you can have whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. And through our program, right, we're not your babysitters. We're not, you know, we're not doing that. The second thing is, um, is that we want to really empower people. We don't want to take away their power. So um, one of the biggest shockers that they have is the fact that they're expecting some kind of meal plan and they're expecting some kind of workout plan and they're expecting some kind of regimented system for them to follow. But when, but when they fall into that, then they have given away their own power and they've given me power. And now they don't have any control over the choices in their life. And so when the program is over, they've learned nothing. And typically they didn't, they end up just falling back into their old habits because they actually didn't have to apply and make the lifestyle change. So we want empowerment, you know, for them. We want them to know how to do it in any circumstance and situation and make the best choices possible. Right. You know, and knowing that life happens. And the last thing that really falls into it is the 80, 20 rule. 
in that really what it says is that you want to strive for 100% compliance, but if eight out of your 10 choices are supportive, then dude, you are going to do phenomenal. Like, like literally you're going to make, you're going to make some really miraculous transformations in your health and body composition just by following that, you know, and the rest of it falls under, you know, it falls under what you're going to fuel yourself with, right. In how you're going to actually strength train the amount of sleep that you're going to get your lifestyle play, you know, and other things that just, you know, sun exposure and those kinds of things that, that, you know, modern day society and us modern day humans don't get a lot of, but those are the big three changing your language so that it supports you and that you're making supportive decisions, empowering you instead of taking power away from you. You know, and the third is understanding that life happens. So nothing is ever legalistic. It's just you, you make the best choices that you possibly can in any scenario, case or scenario. And usually those big three have a, like a, a, a very traumatic positive, maybe that's two, maybe I shouldn't put those two words together, but has a very phenomenal positive effect on people when they know that like they're not going on a pro program. So we joke around, Jason, right? Like we say like, this is like the last non-diet diet you'll ever go on. Because, you know, diets don't work, man. And they never, they, science and, and studies and research studies have proven over and over again that diets don't work. They fail within the first year. Most of them fail within the first couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I think everybody listening knows that's true, yet we keep doing it. We keep going back and <laughs> trying another diet, another diet. And it just doesn't work. I mean, there's just a simple a lifestyle, which is what you teach and what you've been living that will get you where you want to be and will maintain that. What, what how do you think, uh, what do you think mindset plays into all of this? I have an opinion about it, but like, what do you think, how does mindset play into what you teach as a health coach? Oh, well, you know, the mindset thing is, is really getting people to let go of all of the things that they've done in the past and really trust the process that they're in moving forward. You know, um, people are, are, people today are terrified that what they're going to do isn't going to give them the result, or they're terrified that what you're telling them is actually going to make things worse for them because of just of the conflict of misinformation that's out there. You know, most people are underneath the impression that less in more out. And what's ultimately what's happening is, is we're usually dealing with people from a diet perspective that are literally starving themselves and they're doing it for the sake of trying to either keep weight off or lose weight. And what they don't really understand, like mentally and physically and even hormonally, you know, they are doing some pretty good damage to their, you know, to their metabolic state in that psychological effect of telling somebody that they may need to eat more. And if they eat more, that they'll probably start to, they'll, they'll start to see the weight loss that they want. Like you really got to walk some people through that. You know, that's, that's very challenging, you know, for them to do it or telling somebody that they don't need to work out an hour every single day in the gym. You know, the stuff that we bring to people is very countercultural and it almost seems counterintuitive, but if they trust it, 
and they allow themselves to trust it and they put down all the other things that they've done in the past haven't worked and they trust what we're giving them you know on day one and into the future once they're fully embraced this is the beauty of it jason like once they're fully embraced in about 21 days they will see some pretty remarkable difference you know like a 21 day once you once you have gone through and you've lined everything up and you're ready to start practicing it in full you know, and that takes a little bit of time. It takes everybody time to get there. But literally once they're there, it takes on average about 21 days for somebody to genetically shift themselves back to burning fat and body fat as their primary source of fuel. And once that happens, everything else, the dominoes just start falling down in a positive way. You start dropping weight, your health issues start going away or they start to become mitigated and literally just the positive effect after that fact takes place. It's, it really is remarkable. And that's what happened with me personally. So do you still have, uh, still have the old pants and shirts? Do you hold up like they always do in the commercials? <laughs> I used to flip these <laughs> pants. <laughs> you still have those? You know what? Um, they're long gone, right? Like my size 42 <laughs> jeans, like they're, they're long gone. You know, I'm, I'm at a 34 waist now and I've been at a 34 waist for about, you know, 11 and a half, 12 years. Um, but I do remember the first time, man, like I remember on how, like for me, you know, men are different than women, right? So if there's any women listening to this, you know, my experience is, is you know, as a man and metabolically doing this as a man, you know, women have other things. So making this kind of transition, you know, can take longer because there's just more things biologically from women that have to come into alignment to start to see, to start to see the results. But Jason, I used to go to the gym, man. And I used to like pick up like 65 or 70 pounds, like in, uh, in disc weights and that, or, 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 um, dumbbell weights. And I would hold that on me. And I would just like say to my wife, I'm like, it is, I can't believe that I used to carry this on me. Like this extra weight was something that I actually had. And uh, it was heavy, man. Like you pick up like 65 to 70 pounds and put that on your body and try to carry it around. It's, it's got some weight to it. So um, for women out there, the transition can take a little bit longer because biologically there's more things that need to come in alignment, you know, and a lot of that with women, um, if they're facing things like being overweight or obesity, they have other challenges um, and where they're at, like with um, menopause and those kinds of things, you know, women have more hormones that they need to deal with. And, and that needs to be in a level of alignment for them to have that same experience. But ultimately, in the end, the experience is still the same. It's just a longer, it's typically just a longer transition time than it is for men. So, um, you know, I just wanted to, you know, just to express that, like, this isn't yeah. just for dudes, like, literally, it's, it's, it's for everybody. So you're working with, uh, with men and women now, both you and your wife are working and you're coaching. Tell everybody a little bit how you do that, like how you interact with your clients. Is it a program? Is it a course? Is it a boot camp? Is it a, tell, tell everybody how you do what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, so we have a, we have a 12 week course, right? We have a 12 week um, program called the metabolic restoration blueprint. And, um, it has 84 days of lessons um, along with accountability. And then that comes with, um, uh, one live group coaching session a week. Uh, and then we have different types of workshops that, um, that come along with that. So, 
you know, when they move into, when they move into certain things, we do like a meal preparation workshop. We do an ingredients reading workshop. We do a fitness workshop. You know, we have different workshops that accompany the overall program and the lifestyle change as they move through those first, those first 12 weeks. So it's, um, it's all app driven. Uh, and, um, and part of the accountability is that they have to check off the things that they're doing every day. And then they take a snapshot of that and they send it up to their coach. Right. So, I mean, so we're tracking the metrics and what they're doing and making sure that they're doing the things as they're learning, because like anything else, you know, as well as I do is you don't do the work, you're not going to get the result. Right. So, um, that's how they're accountable to their coach to uh so their coach can see that they're actually really doing you know doing the work and you know we can see the metrics but there's something about the fact of also saying hey i did these things and i took a snapshot of it on the app and i sent it up right to my coach says it like i really did it you know that's just that little extra psychological step that comes along with the fact that you're moving in that direction and that you're really applying what you're learning and we so obviously we try to make it as fun as possible for them well, that's something I can definitely vouch for. You're definitely going to make it fun for people. <laughs> Justin Dinherger is not a boring <laughs> man. He's going to have a lot of fun when you hang out with Justin. He's going to tell you every dad joke you've never heard. <laughs> so, so when you do your program, your 12-week course, is this online? Is it in person? Is it a combination? Because you said it was app-driven. So tell everybody what that mm -hmm. means. Well, so it's, um, it's virtual. Right. It's a it's a virtual base. Um, it's a virtual based program and it's partially um, it's uh, it's partially online, I guess, through the app, you know, or web based and um, and it's live as well. So, I mean, there's live interaction and engagement when we're on with the coaching calls. So, I mean, so the group coaching call once, you know, once a week is is live with me or if it's a group of women, it's going to be live with my, you know, with my wife, with Cindy. Uh, and then we share the responsibilities of the additional workshops that we offer throughout the week. So any workshop or any live session or live stream or anything like that is we're always going to be live through that. But the rest of it is just the day-to-day bite-sized pieces that people can take in order to create small wins that turn into big victories. You're a great friend. I love you. And I miss, I miss hanging out with you. It's good to see you on the show, but I want to, I want to, before we finish up the conversation, um, let's talk about success, uh, because this is after all the root of all success. And you've been talking a lot about success when it comes to health and life and healthy lifestyle, et cetera, and food, how you, how you manage those choices, et cetera. But from a, just a general perspective, how does Justin Denherter define the word success? Mm. That's, um, that's a great question. I think it's, um, I think it's having the ability and the capacity to be able to do something more, you know, beyond yourself, right? Like it's success in one thing is being able to take care of, of your family in your own backyard, but it's also being able to give back and, um, and to give more beyond this, than just what you're bringing in, whether that be money, um, you know, or, or any of those things. So when I look at it from like from an occupation standpoint, you know, I had to come to the realization that it's selfish of me just to make a transformation for myself and not share it with somebody else, right? Like that means that I have a gift and I'm not giving back by helping other people do the same thing. And I, I see that in all kinds of different areas, right? I see that in my life. I see that in my faith. 
you know, I see that in friendship. I see that in a lot. So um, being able to get beyond your own needs and being able to have enough and more in order to be able to do that for others. So with that as a definition, which I wrote down, the ability to do something beyond yourself with the, the, the kind of the general theme of being able to give back with that as a definition of success, do you consider yourself to be a successful person? In some ways, yes. And in some ways I need, you know, I still need some work, right? Um, uh, I think that uh, as I get older, I, I, I get more wisdom. And, uh, and as I get older, I'm able to, you know, to do more, you know, there's, you know, time also helps you be able to develop that so that you can develop that muscle and skill set to give more, to do more and, uh, and to look beyond your own personal, your, your own personal needs. So, um, if you were to ask that question to me 20 years ago, I'd have an entirely different answer, right? It was all about me, 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 you know, and, um, it's still important for self-care and to take care of myself, but, you know, I got to look beyond that. And, um, and that's a skill set that I'm growing into. And I think that I'm, I'm doing a good job at it. So am I having success? Yes. Am I saying that I'm at the pinnacle of being successful? No. And I don't know if I ever want to be there, honestly. Like, I think just stacking up the wins or like Phil Stutz would say, you know, just I'm adding a pearl every single day to a string of pearls. You know, and, um, and that just, you know, I think that that helps me know that everything that I do every single day matters. And, um, and it's just getting me towards, you know, more of who I want to be and, and more of who I want to become. That's, that's how I would look at that. Well, you are also uh, part of um, the Exeter Club, which is my mastermind group. You're one of our certified coaches in the program. You're, you're a health coach. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was going to ask you, and I'll just ask you on the show next at our next meeting, I want you to do the health minute, like do like a, we do a mindset minute and, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to do a health minute. I'm sure you'll be happy to do that, but I'll give you more details later. Yeah, you but, got it, man. But, yeah, but what we it. do in, in the Exeter club is just, a, it's, it's men who are trying to exit the daily operations and the grind of their business. So they can do what you said to success is the ability to do something beyond yourself to give back. And what's interesting is these guys as you know, in this group is that we are, you know, we're others focus. Everybody's wanting to do something. And then part of, part of our central core theme as a group is to change the legacies of 10,000 other people. So I, I'm really appreciative of the fact that you're part of the Exeter club. And if anybody's interested in that, you, you check that on my website, but, but I'm really glad that you're part of it. And I'm so happy that we're working together, uh, not only as friends, but also as, as, as colleagues, in this thing to try to make the world a better place. So it's been great talking with you today. I'm going to leave the last word for you. So as we finish up, you have the last word, whatever you want to say, advice, you tell a joke, you do whatever you want, <laughs> but this, the last word is yours, Mr. Den Herder. Oh man. Thank you for that. So my last word is this is um, I'm going to keep it towards health. Um, my position is that it's never too late to make a change and it's never too late to make an improvement, regardless of how dire you think your situation is. You know, you can always do something to improve your quality of life. And so that's, um, hopefully that is, you know, to inspire people that think that they may be at the end. You're never at the end. You're only at the end when you're dead. And so I'm just hoping that I can help people 
live a, a longer quality of life by knowing that just don't give up, man. You can you can make a change. You can do something to give yourself a better life. Well, check out uh, Justin Denherter at newresolution.com. And new is spelled N-U, as in new you, but N-U-N-U-resolution.com. Or you can see him on Facebook at facebook.com slash newresolution. And anybody who enrolls in his coaching program, if you just mentioned that he you heard him on this podcast, you get 10% off get 10% off the coaching program. And remember what he said, within 21 days, you're going to start seeing significant changes in your life and in your health and, uh, and your success in that. So Justin, once again, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, there you have it. Another successful entrepreneur this time, not talking as much about business, but more about life and about health and how healthy lifestyles lead to a better life. Um, I've known Justin, like we've talked about in the show for a while now, and he is 100% committed to this healthy lifestyle and he's able, been able to do it in a way that, you know, like he said, it's about language, it's about empowerment and it's about that 80, 20 rule. You know, he, he is really committed to doing this and he's a great coach has a great heart for people to get them where they want to be. So I really appreciate Justin being on the show today. Go take a look at him at newresolution.com. That's nuresolution.com or facebook.com slash new resolution. Sign up for his course and uh, you get 10% off. If you just mentioned the root of all success or the real Jason Duncan, you get 10% off of that. Well, as always, I want to remind you to check out my book, Exit Without Exiting. It is a international an international best-selling book. And uh, it's all about how to exit your business without selling it and how you can begin living the exit lifestyle sooner than you ever thought possible so that you can pursue the passions that you really have in life. Like, like Justin did on the show, he talked about how he was able to put his other business on autopilot so that he could continue to get the money yet go off and do something that really fueled his passions and what he was able to do to help make a big impact in the world. And his definition of success, like he said, was, was uh, the ability to do something beyond yourself. And so that's what he's doing now that he's been able He's been able to get out of the weeds of daily operations in his other business so he can go help other people. That's awesome. So go check out Justin. Thank you for listening. Make sure you tune in again next week when I talk with yet another very successful entrepreneur about his or her journey to success. Until then, I'm the real Jason Duncan, and Jesus is King. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>